Hey, 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 everyone. Fraser Brooks here with the Network Marketing Ninja podcast, episode number 54. Super excited about this week's episode. And if I feel, if I sound like I'm out of breath or I'm exhausted, then I have just finished uh, the most intense workout that I've done probably for the last three uh, three years. <laughs> three hours. Three years. Um, and it's funny because it only lasted 12 minutes, <laughs> um, which is kind of fun. But yeah, I have not been moving. So I thought that, you know what? As soon as this lockdown thing happened, I thought, I, I want to do something that uh, I'll remember the lockdown by for the positive reasons and not the negative reasons. So I thought, let it be the catalyst, let it be the start, let it be the beginning of my you know, health and fitness journey now. My health this year is dramatically improved. Uh, that I, I feel anyway, I've had blood work done and stuff and, and things seem to be good. Uh, but I, I decided to go gluten free. Um, I decided to cut alcohol down significantly. I wasn't drinking much, but you know, like one beer every week or so, just just have one here and now, uh, was was a thing in 2019. Uh, and then I went gluten free and I cut out beer, and now it's uh, I'm pretty much alcohol free and gluten free. Um, I don't eat I don't eat bread or anything like that. I've, I've just noticed this massive difference. But today. I want to share with you the three things you need to do in order to be successful in network marketing. All right. Now, you guys, I want you to be extremely aware and pay close attention to this uh, this podcast. And if you're watching whilst you're driving, commuting, well, if right now in the pandemic, you're probably not doing that. But if you're listening to this whilst you're driving, you're commuting, you're cooking, you're cleaning, you're you know you're having your little chill out time, it's personal development time, whatever it might be. I just want you to shout, if you're ready, I just want you to say, I'm in. That's it. I'm in. All right. Good. So now we can pay attention. We can get into this. So um, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to be asking you for your engagement. And before I get into this, if you haven't already done so, please feel free to subscribe to the channel, um, to this podcast, go to the Apple podcast store, or you can go on to uh, Spotify, or you can download the iHeartRadio app iHeartRadio, all one word. That's an app on your phone, Android or iPhone. And the Network Marketing Ninja podcast is now on there as well, which is super cool, super exciting. So um, so feel, feel free to subscribe. We're on a mission to reach a 1,000 five-star ratings and reviews by the end of the year. And so far, we're on 410, which is absolutely magical. Uh, and I'm going to be giving some of you guys a shout-out a little bit later. So here we go. Let's kind of, kind of get into it. Now, if you do, what I want you to do is I want you to be very, very aware of what your big bingo moment is or what your biggest piece of value from this episode is. Because what I'm going to ask you to do is screenshot what's on your device right now, which should be the Network Marketing Ninja podcast artwork. And then once we're done here, um, post that onto your Instagram stories and tag me at Fraser Brooks Online. And then just write over the top of the image, like what you like the best. And then if I see it, I will be able to repost it onto my story and I'll be able to engage with it and we can have a chat potentially. All right. So here we go. I hope you're ready. If you're ready, say I'm ready. I'm ready. Right. Say it again. I'm ready. <laughs> there we go. Some of you are like, God, this guy's weird. Right. So here we go. Number one is you need to be coachable. You need to be coachable. And the day I the day I joined the network marketing profession, I went into my dad's office. He told me to write my list. I went upstairs, wrote my list, came downstairs. I was excited for the potential. I was nervous knowing what I had to do. I was excited by the people on my list thinking, these guys are going to help me make millions. And then I was nervous because I was thinking, I'm going to have to contact these guys. And if they don't like it, which is probably going to be the case, then ugh, I'm not going to feel too good about myself. 
So when I came downstairs with my list, my list, my dad said, how many's on the list? I said 137. And he said, he asked me um, three questions. And I want you guys to be aware of these three questions. And I want you to write down, I want you to write them down yourself as well. So question number one, question number one is how much money do you want to earn a month? And I said, oh, if I could make $300 a month, I would be over the moon. He said, question number two, crazy income goal for a year. What is it? What's your crazy one year income goal? I said, $100,000. We both laughed. We knew that I wasn't going to be able to do that. (laughs) Um, Then he said, question number three, what's your crazy 10-year income goal? And I said, oh, a million dollars. And he said, you know what, Fraser, about five years ago, this was in 2004, 2005, um, Tony Robbins asked me those questions and I wrote them down. And he said, you will overestimate what you do in a year, but you will underestimate what you can do in 10 years. He said, my dad said to me, Fraser, if you do these three things, then in 10 years, you'll most likely far exceed the the, the $1 million in 10 years that you wanted to make. If you pay attention to me and do these three things in the next three years, your life will completely change. If you do these three things in the next five years, you will most likely be an expert. And before that 10 years are up, you will probably be doing things that you never imagined, being paid to do things that you will have never imagined, and people will come to you and pay you thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to be able for you to share your knowledge with them. He said, are you in? I said, dad, I am in. He said, number one, be coachable. I said, I think I can do that. He said, yeah, I think you can do that. Most people can when they make the decision. When people are know-it-alls, like people say, oh, it's one of those pyramid things. Oh, it's one of those scams. Oh, I know all about these things. They don't work. Only the people at the top make all the money, blah, blah, blah. Guess what? They are what we call a smart arse. And smart arses aren't coachable because they think they know it all, right? There's no, there's no, there's no coincidence that know-it-all and coachable sound, you know, they rhyme. Okay, so don't be a know-it-all and become coachable. Find someone who's where you one day want to be and then do absolutely everything they say. He said, Fraser, you've lived with me your entire life. Um, Would you one day like what I've got? I said, Dad, if I could have 10% of what you've got, I would would class myself as successful. He said, great. Well, I'm going to make sure that we get you to the top. I was like, all right, cool. So you've got to be coachable. Tick. Can we tick that box? I said, yeah. And he not he noted on his piece of paper. I've never actually seen the piece of paper. He might have just be you know scribbling away. <laughs> maybe maybe I don't know. I do a lot of that. Side note, I doodle a lot. Right. Um, so if you're ever on, I make notes, but I doodle a lot as well. I'm one of those people who, if if you have like, if you write the letter cool, if you write the if you write the word cool, I'm the person who will color in the two O's. Right. I don't know. Just weird. He said number two. He said you got to get committed. You gotta get committed. He so he said, you never just give it a try. If you give it a bit of oomph, then you end up triumphing, right? He said, you try, you add oomph, and then you triumph. And I was like, oh, that's gold. That's gold. He said, don't give it a try. Give it all it takes, and don't quit on a bad day. He said, if you quit on a bad day, I promise you this, you'll regret it. You'll look back at that day you regret you you uh, you quit and you'll regret it. When you're on your deathbed and you're thinking of your final moments, of those pivotal moments, you'll look to the day you quit and thought, if I didn't quit, I would be far further than I am today, and my family will be far more secure than they are today. He said, "Get committed." He said, "One day, phrase, you'll be on the altar. You'll be at the on the altar. You'll be at the altar with your wife to be, 
And the, the vicar, the priest, the pastor will say to you, do you Fraser, do you take this, this woman to be your lawfully wedded wife? And you're not going to turn and say, right, everyone, stop. Just got to go bring my wife up. Just got to have a private meeting. And you go to her. Just let, By the way, just to let you know, um, we're committing here, but I'm only going to commit to a year. I'm only going to give you a year. And if, 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 if it doesn't work out, then I'm going to find someone else. And your wife goes, okay, yeah, that's fine. Now, if you haven't figured this out, you're the wife in this situation. If someone comes to you and goes, hey, Bob, like, I'm joining your thing and we're going to give it a year. If I don't like it, I'm going to quit. Don't be weak and say, okay, that's fine, just to get the sale. Because the sale is not where the money is. The money is in the five-year, 10-year, 20-year, 30-year career that they pass on to their kids. And they pass the bat on and so on and so on and so on and so on. So if someone comes to you and says that, say, listen, um, I appreciate where you're coming from, but... Give, commit to giving it whatever it takes. If you truly believe in the product, the company, the system, and the community, me included, then are you prepared to give whatever it takes? Now, granted, if you work at it consistently and you're coachable for a year solidly, you do something every year, every year, year for every single day solidly for a year. You do everything it takes. And you don't make it. You don't. You don't make a full time income, or you don't make enough for it to be worth your while. Then we can reassess. But don't decide now what your future is going to be in a year. That would be that would be business suicide. That would be career suicide. Okay? They might go. Oh, I'm not going to join then. Okay. See ya. Why do you want to? Why should you give it everything it takes for someone when you know they're only going to give it a year? That's like you. Being able to buy a house, you go to the estate agent, you view a house, and you put an offer in, and the estate agent says, by the way, you can put a deposit on this house, you can't buy it, but what we want you to do is we want you to put everything it takes into the house. We want you to paint it, to redecorate it, carpet it, put new windows, new central heating, we want you to rewire it, we want you to add an extension on, we want you to make everything spick and span. And then after a year, we'll probably take the keys back, and you have to move out. Would you put everything into it? No. So why should you? Why should that person expect you to put everything into them? So he said, can you be coachable? I said, yeah. He said, can you be committed? I said, dad, I'm going to commit to this. I'm going to commit to whatever it takes. That 10 years that you said, I'll commit to 10 years. He said, that's all I ask. Number three, we mentioned it before. Stay, commit, stay consistent. Be coachable, get committed, stay consistent. And I remember like kind of, you know, kind of like wincing like, oh, no. And before I tell you how my dad told me to be consistent, I want to give a shout out to the subscriber of the week. Now, before I give a shout out to the subscriber of the week, if you want to be featured as the subscriber of the week, all you've got to do is go to the uh, either, uh, Spotify, Apple's podcast store is the best one, Apple podcast store or iHeart radio app and leave a five star rating and review. Um, I would massively appreciate it. Or you can actually screenshot what's on your device right now and add that to your Instagram TV by uh, tagging me at Fraser Brooks online. Write what your biggest bingo moment is, is so far or of this entire episode. Then my favorite ones will be featured. So, Miss B on the 19th of March said, Caution, value, and results happen. <laughs> Caution, value, and results happen. Five stars. The ultimate podcast to listen to. So much value, so much truth and transparency, all on one podcast. What more could you want? He has not only changed my mindset, but changed the game in the network marketing profession. Legend, clap, clap. Oh, I appreciate that, Miss B. So, Miss B, you are the subscriber of the week, which means you are going to be the winner of the $50 sent to your PayPal. So, message me on, uh, on Instagram 
Um, if I don't reply, message me again. If I don't reply, message me again. Uh, but I will, I will see the message anyway. So, um, yeah, you're going to win the $50 paid into PayPal. All right, so that was the subscriber of the week. Massive congrats, Miss B. All right, so number three, stay consistent. I looked at him, I was like, Dad, I know you're going to ask, can I be consistent? Well, I'm just going to let you know, I've never been consistent in anything I've done in my life. <clears throat> he said, what do you mean? I said, I'm 22 years old. Um, I, I've just not, I've just not, I've not consistently played a computer game consistently. I've not, um, I've not rode my bike down the same track, like down the same path consistently. I've not read a book consistently. I've not, I've not done any of these things consistently. He said, don't worry. He said, what I want you to do is I want you to remember why you started this thing. A year from now, I want you to remember why. 10 years from now, I want you to remember why. And my why was that I wanted to make $300 a month for three years so I could pay off my $10,000 student loan. That was it. And I remember earning my $18 commission. The first eight, the first commission I ever earned, $18 US dollars. I remember shouting the house down. I couldn't believe it. I felt like I'd arrived. My dad said, what's happened? What's happened? What's happened? I said, dad, I made $18. My first commission check. And he, he, he knew how important that was. And we celebrated it as if it was an 18, dollar commission but it wasn't it was $18 because that first commission is what I remember that today still with with the thousands of thousands of dollars through the impact that I make around the world it's still the most important commission the biggest commission I've ever had so remember what I started and I then started to ask myself a simple question what's the alternative what's the alternative if I don't do this what's the alternative if I don't build a network marketing business what else am I going to do if I don't be successful from this work from home business, then I'm going to have to go work on a construction site. So my dad said to me, he said, are you, are you prepared to do whatever it takes to be consistent? I said, yes, dad. He said, get in the car. So I got in the car. Now, it wasn't like he was going to like, you know, hijack me. It wasn't like, get in the car now, get in the boot. I got in the passenger seat of the car, for those of you who are wondering. And we went to the local playground where I grew up. It's over the road from where my grandmother lives. So we used to go there a lot. And we found the seesaw. Now, a seesaw, for those of you who don't know, maybe it doesn't... Um, Translate, it's basically a plank of wood with two grips on either side, like one grip on either side with like a pivot point in the middle. And the seesaw just goes up and down either side, depending on what side you're on. Now, my dad said, all you've got to be, con- all you've got to be aware of to be consistent is two things. Number one is the size of the vision you have for your future self. The size of the vision you have for your future self. On the number two, the other side are the size of the distractions that you have. He said, what distractions do you have? I said, dad, going out with my friends on the weekend. He said, that's big. What else? He said, going to the pub to watch the football. He said, that's big. He said, what else? I said, playing computer games. He said, that's big. He said, all these little things, instead of going to the pub with your friends, you know, let your friends, let, yeah, let go to the pub once every month with your friends. And then the other time, stay at home. Make calls before the game starts. Make calls after the game ends. Make calls during, you know, make contacts and connections during halftime. I said, dad, that's great. I'd save, I'd save so much time and energy. He said, exactly. He said, you need to eliminate the distractions as much as possible or reduce them. And then you need to increase the size of vision for your future self. He said, whichever is heavier will be what you get on the seesaw. So if your vision for your future self is heavier and bigger than the distractions that you have going on in your life, your vision will become a reality in 10 years. He said, if your distractions are bigger than your vision then that will weigh you down and your distractions will end up eating you alive in 10 years from now. He said, do you get it? I said, hell yeah, let's go. Got back in the car, got home. 
I got to work 10 years later. My life has completely changed. Did it change in, before 10 years? Oh, absolutely. You know, it changed after it changed after 90 days. Then it changed after a year financially. Then after five years, I became I became an expert. Um, after six or seven years, I started to get paid to be, I, I become the expert in the field. I started to get paid to travel all over the world. After eight or nine years, I've spoken in 20, 25 different countries. After 10 years, spoken in 32 different countries, shared the stage with virtually with people like Bob Proctor, Les, um, Bob Proctor, uh, Tony Robbins. Then obviously physically, I've shared it with Les Brown, Magic Johnson, Grant Cardone, Eric Thomas, Eric Warre, Marina Warre. So many of the top income earners in the network marketing profession. My dad, uh, which I'm super proud of. I run the I run the biggest generic event outside of a, of, the, of the US called Success Summit, which the next Success Summit four is coming up on the 11th to the 13th of December. Uh, I'm a best selling author of two books. Like, what the heck? Why? Because my vision far out exceeds my distractions. For those of you who want to know what my vision is, my one of my big visions, one of my selfish big visions, is to be as grey and old as Jim Rohn and Zig Ziglar were when they ever fit, when they fit when they did their last ever public talk. And I've seen the video of Jim Rohn's last ever talk, and he was struggling to walk on the stage and struggling to walk off the stage. But when he was there, oh, he had the whole room in the palm of his hands. So, guys, with that being said, what I want you to do is I want you to uh, be aware next week, next episode, it'll be episode 55, I think, um, and just simply screenshot what you, what's going on on your device right now uh, and then upload that as an image onto your uh, Instagram stories and and uh, tag me at Fraser Brooks online so I get a notification about that so I can give it some love, I can potentially give it a repost, I can comment with you, I can engage with you, and so on and so forth. I appreciate each and every single one of you. I can't wait for the next episode. Let's go.